Okay. All right, so uh, hello everyone. Uh, welcome to the episode of Connecting with Paula Dunn. Uh, this is episode number 30. And for those who haven't met me before, my name is Sam Lee. I'm the founder of Connect with Confidence Academy. And I'll be the interviewer interviewing Paula. How you been, Paula? Oh, I've been great. Thanks for having me on the show, Sam. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, how's your weekend looking? Uh, it's Friday today. Well, got any, any plans for the weekend? Yeah, um, actually plans for the weekend. I was thinking of maybe taking a trip down to Jeringong for a drive, you know, since, since with COVID-19, we're a bit challenged to go into state these days, especially for those uh, listening, tuning in from Melbourne. Uh, I feel your pain being in lockdown. So yeah, probably planning to go for a bit of a, bit of a cruise around. Mm. Oh, that's cool. So where did you say you're going, Wollongong? How about yourself? Uh, Jeringong, yeah, Jeringong. go down the south coast and have a bit of a look around and yeah. Sounds good. No worries. Yeah, yeah. For me, uh, mm. I guess I'm just going to chill for a bit, uh, play some basketball, do some exercise. That weekend's only my uh, my time free. So I guess uh, chill for a bit uh, and yeah, maybe do a little bit of work later on. So yeah. 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 So um, last time I saw you, I think was... Um, I changed like uh, the meetup group with uh, Andrew. Uh, we, we were talking about uh, like being an author and things like that. And yeah. Yeah, I've heard many good things about you ever since we met last time. So it's really good to um, meet, talk to you again, especially me interviewing you because uh, yeah. you've, you've uh, grown a lot, you've, uh, your profile raised a lot and uh, it's really good. It's, I, I like to interview people of influence uh, and, with, and, and, and hear about the story, how they, how they how they become even more successful which is good so yeah um paula so tell me a little bit about yourself um as in what do you like to do outside of work what's your hobbies and what's your passions at the moment um my hobbies and my passions besides what i do isn't it getting into business is all about our, our becoming our turning a hobby into a passion. Um, but yeah, besides that, uh, I enjoy uh, hanging out with friends, socialising. I live in the inner west of Sydney, so obviously I'm near all the coffee shops and all the oh, action. Nice. So yeah. yeah, so I love going out and having lunches and dinners and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, um, besides that, I enjoy going to the gym and working out and, uh, you know, things like that, doing the occasional trivia uh, with friends yeah. on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's little bits here and there. So, you know, just the usual. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds like fun. I guess you're living a, uh, living a, a healthy lifestyle that way. I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool no worries yeah it's really cool good to hear you that you're very active your gym and things like that so how, how many so how long do you go to gym per week how many times do you go per week um well i'm a personal trainer because obviously oh. for me i i like if i something yeah I enjoy doing it uh you know having a personal trainer gives me the framework and I don't have to think about doing the wrong thing yeah. and also it's a social thing too so it gives me someone to talk to while I'm while I'm working out yeah yeah, yeah. cool sounds good yeah mm -hmm. I guess um when you have a PT it uh it motivates you forever so oh, yeah. Yes, yes. I find it's also a circle of influence, you know, and again, you know, when we're looking at developing confidence or, um, you know, 
trying to achieve a goal as such, it's always good to have, uh, first of all, you want the person who has the experience or ex expertise in your corner to help you get there faster. And second of all, you, you want to be around somebody who's actually achieved the results that you want. So I guess for me, having a personal trainer, um, because, you know, you can see they're, they're testament to, to the results that they're getting. So that, that's why I have one. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Like what you said is very true. You mm. actually um, go with those that's walk the walks and talk the talk, I guess, because uh, of that. So, yeah, in, in the right direction, which is cool. Absolutely. Yep. So do you play any sports or anything like that? Or, or is gym your sport? <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, um, maybe when I was a lot younger, I played netball. I really enjoyed that that team sport. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, in terms of actual weekly sports as such, I know I don't actually play, play a sport. Mm. Yeah, I'm more of a an in, indoors girl. <laughs> Can't you tell? That's really cool. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Good to be indoors sometimes. Uh, when it's cold on the outside now. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. not a problem. Yeah. That's good. So, um, were you were you born in Australia, uh, Paula? Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, born and bred in Wollongong. Um, so mm -hmm. those those who know Wollongong, um, or or for short, the Gong. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, born and bred there. Moved up to Sydney about um, twenty years ago. Yeah, for work. So left left mum and dad and <laughs> and moved up seventy kilometres <laughs> to Sydney, yeah. and that was traumatic enough. <laughs> but um, now I am proud to call Sydney my home. So yeah, yeah, it's very cool. <laughs> Wollongong is a very nice place to go. I sometimes go there for. Uh, just chill uh, for a bit, uh, do some fishing, and uh, I go to that uh, that temple sometimes as well, the Nantan Temple. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. it's quite spicy. Vegetarian food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There I'm, is, not, is. I'm not a vegetarian, but I'm very one for those that are uh, vegetarian or vegan and interested in trying some cuisine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, I'm not a fan of uh, vegetarian as well, but uh, but you go there just to eat it, just give it a go. But uh, yeah, it's it's, a, it's all right. Like, oh, yeah. I don't always do that, but once in a while, it's okay. <laughs> so yeah. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, Paula, tell me mm -hmm. a bit about what you do, like in terms of your business. So you're a teenage resilience uh, expert. Uh, can you tell me more about yes, what's yes. that about and what got you into it and your story behind it? Because I guess the viewers are very interested to know uh, how you how you've gone from from a level one to like probably a level five uh, in terms of uh, growth wise and and, and yeah, we'll, we'll have to hear more about you. Okay, interesting about the levels, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, my background, I'm a cognitive and behavioural scientist so I, I've spent basically 20 years of my um, career working in medical research so uh, that that was my background I actually am an accidental entrepreneur so I never actually intended to start my own business but uh, I guess about what five six years ago yeah I came across some corporate bullying I mean you, you come across these types of things where you have differing conflicts and personality styles and clashes and I'm sure everybody has either experienced it or have seen it in the workplace um, or for parents, you know, if they've got kids maybe from, from school as well. So um, anyway, it, a light came on inside me and, and I was a leader in corporate, right, managing teams and that. And I, 
I just had a wake up call and I went, you know what, I chose, I chose to move into leadership because I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to make an impact, you know, not just um, for myself, but for those in which I managed. And I wanted to, you know, improve corporate culture and make a difference there, you know, because I felt that if one person wins, we all win, you know, and we all lift each other up and make a difference because I think that's how we grow, you know, and how we, and how we can all succeed and, and be, and be happy. And so, Anyway, that wake-up call happened with, with bullying and I was being bullied by another manager in corporate as well. So it, it wasn't very, um, it, wasn't, it wasn't a really uh, positive, uh, at the end of the day, I decided to um, went, you know what, if I die tomorrow, um, this, this is the legacy I wanted to leave. And I went, no. So I ended up resigning and I went, well, what else can I do? So I kind of had this existential crisis, if you will, or midlife crisis, if you will, trying to work out my why, you know, Simon Sinek. And so then I started reflecting about um, the bullying that happened. And it it triggered me back to um, my primary school days when I was a little girl. And look, I was born with a and palette. And so obviously I looked a little different to the kids when I went to school. And as a result of looking different, I was being bullied and teased a lot. So when I, when bullied in the sense that not only verbally assaulted, but I was also physically assaulted in the playground. So I was physically kicked by the boys in the playgrounds because I looked different. And it was, it was like a fun or a sport for them. And so obviously in year one, I approached my teacher and told her that I was being bullied at school. And instead of getting the support um, that I was looking for and the help um, I got shamed. She pointed at the door and yelled at me and said, go away, don't tell tattletales. And so I left feeling shamed um, that, and I felt like that I was less than everyone else, that I didn't have a voice and that my feelings didn't count. And so forwarding back to when I was in corporate as a leader, that, that incident that I went through with the manager and I escalated what was happening um, in the environment yeah. to, to our boss and that. And it, it, it created that same event as, as what happened to me in primary school yeah. where it felt like that what I was trying to explain to them, and, you know, I wasn't planning, I wasn't intending anyone to get fired. It was just a matter of that the culture was not ideal. It wasn't the way it should be, you know, as leaders, as leaders of a company, we're the brand of the company, we're the face of the company. Yeah. And it's a matter of, us, you know, having the integrity and, and you know, responsibility of, of ourselves, of managing our emotions, managing our beliefs, our biases and our behaviours, you know. So, so that, that incident, uh, then I put two and two together, long story short, and I went, you know what, um, having gone into leadership and, study, and studying cognitive and behavioural science and I had all these tools and all that, I went, you know what, how would it would have been awesome to have those skills or, or be aware of those, those skills and tools at a younger age, you know, at 15, not at 40. Like, you know, and I stood up for myself in corporate and I felt so empowered, you know, and resigning wasn't uh, a weakness. I felt that I took, I got my power back by saying, you know what, if you want to continue in a in a corporate culture that is destructive yep. and negative, that's yep. fine. But I have the choice as a human being yep. that I can step out and go, you know what, 
that's fine. You choose to live in that environment, but I choose a different path. So I left and I started No Limits Consulting. (laughs) Yeah, so that's the long story. And I guess what I do now is I work with teenagers to help them create confidence to conquer life in their own way. I mean, you know, and I partner with parents and, and educators because it's a matter of giving those those teens the um, um, you know the confidence to shine, and one of the mistakes that I see parents do, yeah. and it's not their fault because we've been taught that whenever somebody has anxiety or they're stressed, oh, it's automatically write write a referral and go straight to the psychologist yeah. or quick write them a script for some Prozac or some medication to take the edge off. And look, I'm all for psychologists. I've used them myself um, over the years. So, you know what, I'm not knocking the profession. I think it's a great profession and, you know, they're there to help everybody fantastically. But I just want to, I just want to say that the, the, the girls that come to me for, for um, support with their stress and anxiety do not have a mental illness. Because what happens is that they go to the doctor because obviously the the parents are freaking out. They're going, there's something wrong with our daughter. Then she's not coping at school. The school's telling the parents there's something wrong. You need to do something. Maybe do an assessment, whatever. And so they go to the the GP and then they're writing a mental health care plan, a mental health care plan. Yeah. And you know, I review these as well when I when I before I work with teens as well just to see where they're at yeah and it is it's clinically looking at a mental illness Mm. and so yeah so again if if there is a child that actually has an underlying mental illness or something's not right yes i definitely i refer them off to those professionals but when if it is uh the way an individual thinks or there's a belief that is inside them where they're thinking for example um they're not good enough for some reason, yeah. you know, in terms of confidence. We know that our confidence comes from some, from an internal belief, right? Yeah. 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 And so, you know, I work with to, to discover why they feel they're not good enough. And yeah. no medication is going to treat that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Wow. That's very ins- inspirational. I guess when you, yeah, mm-hmm. like from a logical point of view, like you assess them see, mm-hmm. to see how they are in terms of uh, mm-hmm. the beliefs, and yeah, it's really, it's really good to shape people like that. So, so yeah, like uh, you pretty much uh, a little bit align with you as well because I uh, actually help people to improve on their social skills in mm-hmm. a way. And yeah, like in terms of like some people go to their psychiatrist, psychologist, uh, hoping they'll, they'll be better in terms of just improving their skills wise. But on the other hand, it's really about their, uh, the mindset, the skills, etc. So it's not really about that kind of problem that they have like, like that uh, they're stopping them from socializing but it's really about the skills so uh yeah i actually resonate with what you do so it's really cool yeah so yeah so um uh so how long have you been doing this uh now for now for long? oh um probably now about four years now so yeah. so yeah so pretty much four years it's not easy so for those that uh in startup uh or thinking about starting a business yeah, yeah it's um as you know, Sam, it's a hard slog. It yeah. is a hard slog. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's not 
And it's all about, yeah, having to build your brand and building that trust with, with your clients, yeah. you know, and getting their attention, you know, that might be the attention of someone else. So, yeah, yeah, four years. <laughs> I know how you feel, but at least you, you're, you're, keep, you're keeping on, which is good. Some people fail with, like, say, in a, in, a, in a year or two, but I guess you're getting there somewhere, which is good. But, yeah, I know how you, I know how it feels. Once you start up, like, I actually feel that like during the COVID period when I started before yeah. COVID. And then, yeah, it's just a very roller coaster ride. But I guess that's not going to stop you from uh, to, keep going, to, to keep moving forward, to keep your passion and to work towards it. So, yeah, you're, you're really like when you say accident, 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 accidental entrepreneur, like that, I guess uh, that happens as well, like, which is cool. Well, sometimes it does. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, yeah, something happens in your life that, pushes you in a direction that you never thought would ever happen yeah yeah wow that was pretty much the same as um like how, how i felt as well like i did i didn't like at first like i didn't know what, what to do like i wasn't i thought i was just gonna write a book that's all like in 2019 but then i, I got into coaching now which is something uh out of the extraordinary and then you just really yeah. need to get out of your comfort zone more and yeah, yeah just use social media to impact upon people and yeah basically they will do is magic Excellent. So yeah. So um yeah, Paula. So have you written a book just yet, or are you still writing a book? Oh yes. Um, I don't have the book in my hand today. Yeah. However, it will be released on Amazon at the end of June. That's mm. what I'm told by my publisher. So for those of you watching and have a teenager, or particularly a teenage girl, yeah. uh, even a, a ten-year-old girl thinking she's going on sixteen or eighteen, this book might be for you. So. <laughs> So the book is called Create Confidence to Conquer Life. So um, it is general. I have written the book specifically for yeah. Generation X mums of teenage girls, yeah. but it doesn't mean fathers can't read it as well. Yeah. The only, the only uh, pref well, the only caveat I would say is that some examples, I guess, are a bit more uh, Gen X women related. So mm -hmm. if a if a man wants to read it, I don't have any issue. But I'm just telling you, I'm just pre-warning you. <laughs> <laughs> Really cool. Nice. That's great. Congratulations. Uh, it's a big milestone. Uh, I know. I've been through where, where you've been. Like, it took me, I thought I was going to write a book within one year, but actually it took one and a half years to write. So, yeah, it's a lot of stuff to do. And who's uh, publishing it for you, Paula? Yeah, uh, it's a, a UK publishing house called Rethink Press. And okay. so, that, yeah, so they've been wonderful and instrumental in getting my words out out there yeah. so yeah I, I i like yourself i actually i wrote the book during lockdown so oh, yeah so obviously you know my my business was picking up just before covid and then bang march happened and yeah. then we all went into lockdown all the schools went into lockdown everything yeah. that was booked was like cancelled and yeah. i was like okay so what do i do now <laughs> and you know obviously i've had i've had the the inkling to write a book for a while, but you know, it's always so daunting to sit there and put all your thoughts and intellectual property onto pieces on paper. Yeah. But um, one day I was just in the zone and I started writing. Mm. It's what happens when you're in lockdown, you've got nothing else to do. It's only so much TikTok one can look at. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that, that was my advice. Yeah. Um, yes. So I, I wrote it during lockdown and um, yeah, so basically it's probably be, it'll be a year. A year by the time it's um, published, yeah. That's cool. Wow. It's actually a uh, COVID has actually helped you. <laughs> you made use of COVID and uh, 
it's a good time to ride, I guess, when you're in lockdown. You can't really do much outdoors. You can't meet people. You can't see people. But it's good to focus on yourself, which is good. Yeah, thank you. Great job. So, yeah, uh, let me know when it's out. Uh, happy to have a look at it, uh, see how it is, see what you read the book. And uh, which, what genre do you think uh, this book uh, goes under? Uh, um, personal development um, and psychology. So there's a, there's a mixture of um, positive psychology, science, uh, leadership. So all different characteristics. Yeah, uh, yeah all, all meshed into one, if I were to sort of say it that way. <laughs> That's cool. All right. And would that, like, say, for example, your books in the bookstore, would it be under nonfiction self-help book or is it um, a little bit like, like what you said, personal development? That's a good question. Uh, I would say it would be personal development. Personal development. Cool. Sounds great. Nice. That's great. So, um, so what have you been like, how do you find your clients as in like, I, I've seen your LinkedIn and things like that. You've been going to a lot of um, schools to do talks and things like that. How, how do you actually find those kind of uh, schools and, and actually talk about yourself? Like, what's your, do you have a secret recipe or do you have like a, something like that? <laughs> yeah, um, well, I don't do any Facebook ads and all that because I, first of all, I don't want to waste money into something I don't under, 100% understand. Yeah. Because yeah, it'd be like going in dabbling in the share market. Unless you know where you're putting your money, it's a bit difficult to understand, you know, the target market. So I haven't done any of that. It's, it's, it has been a lot of word of mouth. Um, and because I'm so active on, on social media, so, yeah, LinkedIn a lot because there's a lot of professionals on there. So, I, you know, like I said, I, I target professional um, working generation next month. Yeah. So a lot of them are on there and they'll jump that. Um yeah, referrals um, and, yeah, just being proactive, proactive and, and targeting people that you want to work with. Like, you know, so if you want to work with a certain organisation, go set up a meeting yeah. <laughs> and target them. Mm. Uh, there's no other way around it. Mm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Nice. Mm. Yeah, I guess you just need to pitch towards uh, people in your niche market. And, uh, yeah, it's good. You're doing a good job. and Keep it up. And I guess that's how you can... Uh, move move forward and keep the business running is cool yeah so that, that's actually something that i'm trying to get into as well i'm trying to get into schools to help people in, in terms of improving their social skills so when they come out to society they'll they'll feel less bullied in the way uh, and basically yeah know how to um yes yeah, socialize better and actually basically yeah uh make more friends and be less vulnerable to bullying yeah yeah, it's a big topic right now. So, um, of course, in like offline and online as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess for, for my generation, we were lucky that the only bullying we got was whilst we were at school. Um, yeah. Have to worry about the, you know, the, the social media um, and the cyber bullying. Yeah. Um, yeah, occasionally you might have a prank call or somebody pranking you at home on the home phone. But uh, other than that, yeah, so at least we had a bit of respite away yeah. from it. Um, so yeah, it is it is awful what kids have to go through these days. And even adults, you know, some adults get bullied on social media as well and yeah, you know, yeah. trolls yeah. and that's just awful. Yeah, it's just, I don't know what the world's coming to. It's just insane. Yeah. But yeah. there's people like you and me that help to help, help them as well. So <laughs> I guess it's, uh, yeah. I guess uh, there's, when there's problems, there's a, there's a prevention, yeah. word, I guess, in a way. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? Because 
people like us or people that want to self-improve, yep. you know, we do the best we can because we're, we're building up that uh, emotional intelligence about us, you know, like we're building that self-awareness. We're understanding our thoughts. We're understanding what triggers us. We're understanding certain things. Whereas if people are so unaware of those feelings and those thoughts and those triggers, then they're, they're quick to judge others and quick to lash out and point the finger and, and pull down other people, you know, and all that sort of thing that happens. And, you know, and I, I do believe that people like us and those out there who are entrepreneurs trying to make the world a better place, um, you know, through their businesses, it's, um, you know, one of the, if one of the advice I can give is like, I know it's frustrating to get hurt and, and, you know, that I, I get more rejections than wins. Okay. So it's not that I've got a magic wand, but the hardest thing about starting a business or maintaining a business is the constant rejection, yeah. The constant rejection, right. and True. you know, so having to to build that resilience and and to develop that sort of thick skin, mm. because it's your baby, yeah. or, you know, it's your service, it's your product, it's it's your passion. It's not like it's someone else's. So it's easier, it's much easier to to get hurt, to feel, you know, awful about it. And I think that's what deters a lot of people in terms of giving up because you get to a certain point and you go, well, how many times am I going to get rejected? Yep. And when, when is enough is enough. And I think that's, that's what can, can cause entrepreneurs to give up and just go back into corporate or their other lives. Yeah. It's very true what you said. So yeah, I guess just need to, uh, yeah. Entrepreneurs like us, like I just, we need need to hustle a lot and uh, yeah, you're right about, um, you get constant rejections, but that's that's the way you'll grow stronger and, and keep moving forward. So, yeah, I guess it's really cool in a way. Great. So, um, so yeah, uh, Paul, I think it comes to my second last question. How do you build rapport with people? What's the secret behind building positive relationships with people? That's why I always ask people uh, as a, as a uh, for the viewers to know, like in terms of improving their social skills, what would you, what would you recommend? Mm. Okay. Well, if I had to give a golden rule as to um, how to build relationships and rapport with people, um, with anyone, with anyone, okay, this is with anyone. So it can be any culture, whatever. Um, Treat treat people the way they want to be treated, not the way you want to be treated. So for those of us that have grown up in the Christian faith, for example, you know, we're always told in the Bible that we, we want to treat others the way we want to be treated. Right. So when it comes to, because everyone's got different personality styles, right. Different, different styles of relationship. And for example, for those that are in corporate, for example, and might be aware of, um, you know, various uh, personality profiles like Myers-Briggs or DISC or MBIT or whatever, whatever tool that's been thrown at you with corporate, trying to put you in a little box to say what kind of style you are, communication style you are. Um, It's always about understanding how the other person wants to be treated mm-hmm. and it's how they talk to you it's the words they use it's you know what they focus on so that would be one of the strategies that I would um, recommend when you're meeting somebody for the first time maybe ask them open-ended questions and get mm-hmm. to know them first before you throw in your bits and pieces about who you are mm-hmm. that's very cool 
getting like mm. yeah what you said is very really true like um get to know them and be better and um yeah see where they're coming from and mm-hmm. yeah it's really about them to get to put your attention towards them uh put more attention and knowledge uh in terms of them first and before yourself so which is cool that's yeah. a that's a great uh that's a great uh skill to have um, and thanks for the sharing Paula. and sounds good and basically the last question is um well, I, I had a good time with you, but well, well yeah. how do we find uh, more about you from social media wise? Um, what's your website and how, and how do the viewers get to connect with you on social media? Yeah, sure. Wow, I can't believe the time's gone so quick. Uh, <laughs> it's been fun. Yeah, so if you want to uh, learn more about who I am and what I do and subscribe to my newsletter, yep. you can go to www.nolimitsconsulting.com.au. Yep. Alternatively, I'm on LinkedIn. So just Google Paula Dunn and you'll see a pretty picture. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I am, yeah, I'm quite active on LinkedIn. I am on Facebook as well. But yeah, so that's where you can find me. Sounds good. All right. Yeah, so viewers, uh, you know how to find uh, Paula Dunn. She's very inspiring, uh, what she does. Uh, If you want to connect with her, feel free to look at her website, connect with her on Facebook and LinkedIn. Uh, this is what it's all about, connecting people, like-minded people that have a story to tell. And yeah, uh, Paula, uh, that's pretty much it for today's interview. I had a good time. Thanks for opening up and sharing your story. Uh, I guess a lot of people out there will feel very inspired uh, by you, by what you're doing at the moment. And yeah, keep it up. Keep up the hustle. And yeah, uh, hope to see you uh, very soon. Thanks, Sam. And it's been a pleasure to be on your show. So thanks so much. And um. See you next time. <laughs> no worries. All right. No worries. And the part, have a good one. I will. You too.